Hello and welcome to the Olympic Channel podcast. I'm Ed Knowles. This is the place for all the best bits from OlympicChannel.com. The very best interviews and a quick peek into Korean culture. We are going to take you beyond the snow and ice of Pyeongchang 2018. Don't you worry about that. So where did we go yesterday? Sorry about that. We had another secret mission. Very much connected to the first one, but rest assured, we're going to be firing out a podcast every single day of what is left of the Winter Games. Plus, two extra ones afterwards to make sure that you don't feel too sad. And that secret will be revealed very, very soon. As soon as I can, I promise I will let you know. There are a whopping 10 gold medals up for grabs today. Austria's Anna Gasser looked, well, gassed to win the first one in big air. It's going to be a mega day. And we've got a mega show for you too. So what's going on? Triple Olympic champion ski jumper Campbell Stock is a megastar in Poland. He talks the Pope, flying and football. US figure skating star Ashley Wagner isn't competing at Pyeongchang. We get her view of a new experience. And Australia's Hayden Smith has gone from NFL to rugby to now bobsleigh. But first, here are the top stories from OlympicChannel.com. Late bloomer Gasser at the top of her game. On her own, Marit Bjorgen reacts to becoming the most decorated winter Olympian. And what's next for figure skating gold medalists Tessa Virtue and Scott Moir of Canada? Remember, you can see all those stories and many more at OlympicChannel.com forward slash news, or you can go to the news tab on the app, give it a tap, you see that, and loads more stories. Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim will be here to tell us about university life in Korea. But first, they all saw through the air in ski jump. But one man who soars more than any other is Poland's camel stock. He took gold in the large hill just like he did in Sochi. He'll go home as a four-time Olympic medalist. Three of those are gold. Do not underestimate this guy's fame and adulation in Poland. Even football star Robert Lewandowski, who played for Bayern Munich up front, has lost out to him as sports personality in his native country. Stock is the second athlete in history to win the Grand Slam of the prestigious Four Hills tournament. For age 30, how much longer can this dominance continue? Olympic Channel reporter Alessandro Poggi went to find out. I'm trying to not think about so um, so f- uh, so far so far future. I'm trying to think about what is uh, what is right now and what is just before me. So um, stay focused on myself, on my work, because I know that we have still some some ni- nice events to the end of this season. We have uh, still some World Cup competitions. And I will try to do my best uh, in, in every event to, to finish this season as good as possible. And how competitive do you think you can be in Beijing in, in case? I have no idea. <laughs> I will try to do my best uh, in, in every, se- every single season in the future. I still want to grow up. I still want to do something more. I still want to jump further, more beautiful. And we'll see what will happen. You never know what will, what will happen tomorrow. So I'm just happy from this, what I have right now. And I'm really appreciate for everyone who helps me. 
especially the guards, especially the, uh, my family, my teammates, coaches and the fans. So it's good what, is this, what it is right now. You had a uh, kind of rivalry, sport rivalry with uh, Robert Lewandowski to win the, 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 the award as the best athletes in Poland. How's your relationship with him? Yeah, I met him only once and uh, he came on our competition in, in Oberstdorf, ski flying competition. But um, uh, we speak only only about a few minutes, so I didn't met him so well as I, as I want to. But he seems to be nice, really nice guy. And uh, what can I say? I'm truly... Um, Yes, I'm, I'm truly impressed about this, what he achieved right now and I wish him all the best. It's really nice to see, to see, um, to see your brother from your country, which is uh, so good in, in some discipline uh, and making us fans of sport uh, happy and giving us really positive energy. When, when you met him, you said you spoke to him for a few minutes. What, what did he tell you? I was just talking about this, what, uh, what is right now. So I just, I was after competition and it wasn't good competition for me. And I was still in, in the emotions uh, because I knew that I didn't give, um, I didn't, you know, my best, my best job this day. So uh, it was also a kind, kind of difficult, difficult time. <laughs> But uh, we just we just picked about about uh, ski jumping, something about football. Uh, but it was only a few minutes. Did he give you any advice? I, I remember now because uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of the uh, Liverpool Football Club, and I told him, "Well, oh, but could you go to the Liverpool next year? <laughs> Maybe you you could you know support them." <laughs> but it was only only the laughing. It was only the joking. People are crazy about you. I've read somewhere that uh, you're the most popular Pole since uh, the, the great Pope uh, John Paul II. Uh, how, do f how does it feel? It's a huge thing for us that uh, we had such a great uh, Pope, which was the, the John Paul II, because he was, um, he was a really great man. Uh, he shows how, how the people should love each other. You know, the Anyu, Yuzuru Anyu is a Japanese skater uh, people, especially girls, are crazy for him. They're throwing these uh, Winnie the Poohs, the bears on, on the ice. He's, a, he's, a, he's a, like a rock star. And for, from what I've read, you're very popular in, uh, in Poland. Uh, what, what crazy stuff uh, fans do for you? Sometimes, sometimes yeah, I, I'm getting the, some, uh, some nice presents from them as a, uh, as a bears, of course, and, and some toys. But uh, for me, the best is when I'm, you know, when I'm coming on my uh, on my social media profile, and I can read, you know, some nice commentary from them, because also I I don't like to to read um, to read the, the commentary on on some websites, you know, I mean, um, media's websites, because uh, I think for us artists the best way. To, to watch what the people want to say you is your own media profile uh, because they are only the fans of you. 
which is supporting you and they can say you what they want what uh, maybe not what you want to want to know what you want to hear but this is the true what they want to say thanks to camille and i owe alessandro an apology as well more of that at the end of the show Coming up, Australia's Hayden Smith is here in Pyeongchang via NFL, rugby and the track. We grabbed some time with him. But now it's time to learn a little bit more about South Korea. So it's a long time since my first day at university and Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim is starting her first year this March and she's going to let us know what she's looking forward to ahead of her university life here in Korea. So what is special about university here? So we have lots of events in the the very beginning of our university life and before even before the university actually starts. And we have MT, which is membership training, OT, which in other words called Seto in Korean. So it's a it's a event that we go to kind of like um, get to know different fresh like different major and different other freshmen and friends and MT is quite special because I think it's only in Korea which is membership training we go there and we stay all night and play a lot of games board games or just random stuff to um, get to know each other but you're you're going to an all-girls university right Uh so what what are the good bits and bad bits about that do you think because I wanted to learn more about the woman's right and the power, the empowerment of women. And I think that's really important. And we get to have a lot of opportunities for leadership as a woman. So that's why I chose Women's University. Wow, yeah. look at that. We've got a future women's leader <laughs> in, the, in, in the mix there. University is a bit of a melting pot for meeting people. What if you need to go on a date? We have something called soggeting or meeting, so meeting. <laughs> so this person in the middle will connect uh, the boy or this man from different university. And um, normally they would have group meetings too, like three boys, three girls, and go to a cafe together. They would play games and get to know each other. And then that's how they become couples. Or So it's a matchmaking yeah. process. Yes. Very yeah. organized. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's something that all girls and all boys are looking forward to in their university life. Well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> do they do they usually work then? Do, is, how do people get to get people get married in the end in that situation? Oh uh, uh, well, uh, it depends on how serious serious they take this event. Like some people just go there to have more friends, like to meet mm. more guy friends or girlfriends but some people are really serious about oh my gosh i gotta find my partner through this um yeah and and, and you uh i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh well we'll keep, we'll keep looking then <laughs> all right thank you very much so thanks to everyone who's been joining in with slider pose check out our instagram stories for a look at that I'm a big fan of Mr. Bird Photo on Twitter, who bought a cat in what seemed to be a cardboard bobsleigh. Loving the work there. Remember, if you want to get involved, you need to give us a tag at Olympic Channel and whack the hashtag SliderPose. Bring it on, pod people. Let's represent. Now, it wasn't US figure skater Ashley Wagner's day during the US Olympic selection process, but she's still here in Pyeongchang as an alternate to the team. It's a hard thing for her to come to terms with. In 2016, she was runner-up at the World Championships in Boston and took Olympic bronze in the team event at Sochi 2014. 
So rather than staying home, she's embraced her role and the opportunity that is given her a new Olympic experience. Olympic Channel reporter Mackenzie Collins went to her hotel room to have a little chat and started off by asking her what the positives were about being here as an alternate. The alternate experience has been really interesting. I've been able to see a ton of events, so that's been really cool. It's, it's difficult to be here in these shoes, and actually the alternate for figure skating does not usually come over to the Olympics, so I'm here for other work, but being here, it's nice to know that if I were to get called in, I, I'm here, I'm ready, I have my skates, it wouldn't be the stress of a long trip and everything, so it feels a little bit more secure as well, but beyond that, just Getting this Olympic experience in new shoes has been really cool. So the ladies typically skate last at the Olympics. So for me in Sochi, I competed in the team event and then I actually went off site. I was training in Austria for a bit just to get away from the Olympics and kind of get a little bit of a breather. So then I came in only a couple days before my event and you really don't get any time to see anything. I saw maybe bobsledding and a couple speed skating events, but you don't get to see much as an athlete. So for me, being here like this, I've gotten to see just about everything. The mountain sports are really hard for the figure skaters to see because it's so far away. So being up here in the mountains has been amazing. I've gotten to see a ton of stuff. I have basically gotten everything checked off of my list. I got to see Chloe Kim win the women's half pipe. I'd never seen a half pipe before. It was insane to me how huge it was. And just seeing, I know Chloe, and she's this sweet, bubbly little 17-year-old girl, and then seeing her turn into this fierce competitor, it was mind-blowing and really cool to watch. I guess what are the cons of being here? You've obviously have probably, have, I've been talking to a couple of alternates. We were just with, I'm not sure if you know Alex Daybold, he's a US mm. snowboarder, but he was also here as an alternate and we were working with him. Okay. He's kind of talking me through his feelings of everything. Yeah. Just catch us up to where you are now with that. Being here as an alternate, you get a, a mixed bag of emotions. Um, it's really difficult. I'm good enough to be here and it just wasn't my day at Olympic Championships and that is something that I can wrap my head around and accept, but sometimes being here with all of this right in front of my face, you know, I, I go to the rink and I watch these skaters and I know that I am good enough to be there. And so it gets kind of dangled in front of your face and it's tough, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason and I've had so many incredible opportunities come my way since I became the alternate. So you kind of have to just take it step by step and accept that it is what it is, but keep on moving forward. You, you really have no choice but to move forward. It would be so easy to sit at home and sulk and the thing is, that's not going to do anything for me. It's not going to do anything for my career. So as soon as I found out I wasn't on the Olympic team, it was making moves, figuring out what's next, and just moving forward, because that's all you really can do. Thanks to Mackenzie and to Ashley too. She'll be casting her expert eye over the ladies' competition and will be doing a couple of Facebook Live for us. So keep an eye out for all of those. Right, what links Australia, the New York Jets, the Rugby Club Saracens, running bobsleigh and swimwear. I would wager that the only person in the world is Hayden Smith. Alessandro Poggi went along to ask how on earth he ended up here at Pyeongchang 2018. I was a rugby player beforehand and uh, had, a few, had a few injuries, kind of felt my athletic career wasn't over. Um, I was a little disgruntled in my job at the time, was, was looking for something different. So uh, once, once the opportunity to, to start bobsleigh came up, I just jumped at it. 
So it's your first Olympic experience. Uh, so far, what's the best memory, the best experience, the most exciting experience you had and what you're looking forward to? Yeah, there's been so many uh, exciting experiences so far. Um, as part of the Australian team, we had a team reception early on where the team kind of got together and was presented to the country. Uh, I guess for me, that was that was a highlight. Uh, walking in the opening ceremony, another another massive highlight. And then being able, as, as our event's so late in the program, we're able to get to a couple of events. So we went and saw uh, Scotty James win his bronze medal in the men's halfpipe, as well as Matt Graham win his silver in the uh, men's moguls, which was which was awesome. You were one of the top, uh, the, one of the sexiest uh, athletes uh, at the Winter Olympics and also the X Games. How does it feel to be a sex symbol? <laughs> I don't know about sex symbol, but <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure someone at home is behind it all and there's, it's a stitch up for sure, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm flattered. The other boys are a little bit jealous, but um, yeah, I'll take it as it is. Thanks to Hayden there and Mr. Podgy as usual. That's it. Before we go, Olympic Channel is the place where the games never end. And it's my pleasure to announce that neither will the podcast. We'll be back on a weekly basis after I've managed to pull myself together because I'm so tired. Hit the subscribe button and it will always go straight into your phone or head over to the news page on the site where it'll be hanging out as well. Big love to everyone who's already done any of those things. And as a special treat to celebrate, well, you might remember I said that Alessandro should have asked Kietel Janstrud about Liverpool. Well, he did. And he didn't go back. It's because I didn't actually listen to the whole interview right to the very end. So sorry, Alessandro. And here's that answer right now. I'm all of a team guy. Uh, I used to have... Uh... You know, Steven Gerrard has always been, been, been the biggest player uh, in Liverpool when I grew up. Uh, I've been the captain, been the captain, fantastic. Uh, but, you know, I wouldn't say I have to meet him or I wish I could meet him. But if I could, I'd like to meet the team, you know, to see how do they work as a team? How do they perform? How is the chemistry between the players? And I somehow think that soccer or football, as we call it in Europe, is one of the most fascinating sports where you can see the same amount of players losing one day and many games in a row, but then also just starting winning. But it's the same, same player. So, so the chemistry of the group and how they work together is so important. And I think Liverpool being one of the most successful clubs in history, uh, it would be cool to see, see how they work and see how uh, Klopp manages the, the team side of it. And this really is the end now. So thanks to everyone for sticking around. Until next time, goodbye.